Welcome to the Nightly Strange, ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, D-Mac Uno, live and direct from my mama's basement, how's everybody doing tonight, welcome to another exciting show, um, let's get into this, so Friday, the 26th of March, I was doing the bar exam, it's one of the many jobs I have here in entertainment, and some rappers are in their feelings about my review of their music, so, let's get into it, and talk about the seven steps of a new rapper. Okay, here we go. First step, making a track. Now, when a new rapper starts out, he makes some music. He listens to the track and he's like, man, this is hot. You know what I'm saying? After 20 times listening to it, you're like, yo, this is hot, this is hot, this is hot. Your friends around you is trying to be nice. You a horrible rapper. They gonna send you into the world and set you up for failure. Sometimes you make good music, sometimes you don't. But it's not on me to judge your music. I mean, it's a, it's a show where we judge music. So I'm going to give my opinion. That's what I'm there for. You know what I'm saying? But if you take my opinion to heart, then maybe you shouldn't be rapping anyways. Because not everybody's going to like your music. So that's step one. Step two is the cockiness. Now you feeling yourself. Now you think you the hottest thing smoking. You think you the best rapper in the world. You know what I'm saying? You're like, yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm spitting these hot bars. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody can touch me, man. I'm better than every mainstream rapper that's out. And that's okay to feel that. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to feel confident, but to feel cocky is going to set you up for disappointment, which is step number three. Disappointment. Now, see, you played yourself off tops because you think that you can rap, which you might be able to, you might not. But the thing is, you're going to take your song, put it on whatever streaming, SoundCloud, SoundClick, wherever you're going to put your music, and you post it once. One time. You expect everybody on your Facebook friends list is going to see your post, click on it, play your music, and share it. But it don't work like that. And you're only going to post it once. You don't even put it on everything else. You put it on the safe space, which is Facebook. You post your song, you set it there, and now you're sitting back like, yeah, man, they're going to hear that. They're going to think I'm the hottest thing in the world. I'm about to blow. You know what I'm saying? You didn't even pay for the beat yet. You know what I'm saying? And so you come back to your Facebook after so many hours, and you look, and ain't nobody shared your music. You only got like seven plays, and now you in your feelings. Now you making posts like, yo, I don't care. I'm upset that y'all don't believe in me. When I blow up, I hope y'all remember this. Because ain't none of y'all coming for me. Coming with me. You know what I'm saying? Now you in your feelings. Now you upset. You know what I'm saying? And that leads to step number four. Jealousy. Because now you listening to other rappers. And you know that you probably got better lyrics than them. Better beats. Better songs. But they're more popular than you. They're blowing up. They're getting all the fanfare. They got everybody listening to them. And you're like, why isn't nobody checking my music out? Well, let me tell you one thing that comes along with making music. Promotion. Okay? Posting your song one time is not going to cut it. Posting your song on Facebook really ain't going to cut it. Because Facebook has analytics. If you post a YouTube video... Wait, hold on. Let's start from here. Say you have, let's say, 2,000 friends on your Facebook. Now, some of y'all ain't cool like that. Hold on. Let's say you got 800 friends on your Facebook, right? You just post a regular YouTube video on your Facebook. Facebook is going to make sure that only at least four people or five people are going to see that post about that YouTube video. You want to know why? Because Facebook is all about promotion. You don't ever wonder why you'd be looking something up on the internet 
you'll be searching something just regularly on the internet then you come to Facebook and you see that same thing you were searching up in the advertisement little box you want to know why because Facebook is about its money the only way people are seeing your stuff on Facebook is if you make your own music Facebook page you post on there and then you pay $20 to have your friends and family see that post you know what I'm saying you got to pay for promotion if you don't pay for promotion ain't nobody gonna see your music and if nobody sees your music then how are people gonna hear you and you can't just post on Facebook you got to post on Instagram you got to post on Twitter you got to post on snapchat you got to do TikTok videos and then also on top of that you gotta be something you know just being an artist ain't gonna cut it who are you as an artist what makes you unique next to everybody else that's out there making music why aren't you doing live videos I know why because you go live and you get upset because only three people are watching your live you know what I'm saying you scared to build you want all the success but you don't want to put in the work you want people to to pay for your music but they don't even know who you are and then you want people to listen to you but you use an auto-tune using the same beats that everybody else is using right now that's supposedly hot and that's not gonna work bro let me explain to you stargasm there's a star shooting that's that's the main act that's hot right now he's the dude that's popping off and so you're seeing what he's doing and you're catching the little sparks flying off his star and you're thinking you can join in now people are gonna listen to your music and be like yeah that's all right but they're gonna go right back to the artist that they've been listening to and so it leaves you in shambles and then when that one artist that you've been copying the whole time falls fails or does something stupid where nobody's messing with him where does that put you it leaves you out now you got to reinvent your whole self now you got to look for the next star that's hot instead of you just being yourself I mean, if you work at McDonald's, if you work at Amazon, if you're a school teacher and you make music, rap about what you do. All right, cool. So now, this is where we come to step five. You want people who don't like your music to like your music. And that's what I'm seeing with all the people that was trying to attack me and be mad at me and then attack people in their comments. I mean, like these dudes was like sending women DMs and then being mad at me because I don't like their music. You know what I'm saying? And that's why you're failing in your musical career. You're not focusing on people that like your music. You want your peers, other artists to like your music. You want people that tell you they don't like your music to like your music. It's not gonna work like that. First of all, artists, stop looking for other artists to like your music. They're trying to do the same thing you are. Other artists aren't gonna push your music. You know who's gonna push your music and like it? Fans people that don't make music that's who you need to work on so let's make an example say you play your music for a hundred people 90 people don't like your music but 10 people do instead of focusing on the 90 people that don't like your music and trying to be mad at them be happy that there's 10 people that like your music now if you, got, you do another hundred people 90 people don't like your music but another 10 do you know what I'm saying now that's 20 people so if you play your music for a thousand people, right? And 900 people don't like your music. There's still that hundred people that like your music. Focus on those hundred people. Focus on them. That's your fan base. Stop looking for other artists to solidify your music career. Stop looking for other artists to tell you that you're dope. Focus on your fans. Those are the people that are going to support you. Those are the people that are going to buy your music. Those are the people that are actually going to indulge in what you're doing. If you keep looking for people that don't like your music to like your music, you're never going to make it nowhere. And that's what I noticed about these people 
talking all this crap. You know what I'm saying? And number six is acceptance. It's understanding that, hey, not everybody is gonna like my music. Not everybody that comes across my music is gonna wanna bump it. You need to accept that and accept that you are who you are and you need to work with what you got. And once you do that, you'll have focus. So acceptance is number six and number seven is focus. Because now you're focused on the artist, excuse me, the people, the fans that are messing with you. So when you look at a mainstream rapper and you be like, man, this dude's trash. Why do people like him? You know why? Because he's not focused on all the people that's hating on him. He's focused on the people that like him. You know what I'm saying? He's engaging with his fans. He's not just somebody that's posting music, making cool flyers and just sitting around. You know, you go, if you ever go on Instagram or Twitter, all the people I listen to, they talk to you. Every last one of them. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they appreciate you supporting them. That's what you need to do. Stop being cocky. Stop trying to be the dopest MC in your city. Stop trying to be somebody else. Be yourself, man. Be yourself. That's what you got to do as an artist. So that's a message to everybody out there because those are the seven steps of the new artist. See me, I'm on step eight. I don't care what nobody thinks. I make music because for me, it's therapeutic. I've been making music since I was, I guess, 12 years old. And I was horrible at first. Horrible. And I can admit it, I still got the cassette tape that I made my first songs on. You're right, that's right, cassette tape. You know what I'm saying? And then like, I had all these dudes in my inbox. Well, this one dude, he smoked out. I'm not gonna say nobody's name because you get no fame for me. Talking about, let's battle, let's battle. We should battle, I wanna battle you. I'm like, bro, I'm not no battle rapper. I'm not about to sit here and scream in your face with no beat on in a crowd of people. If you feel that you wanna make a diss song towards me, do what you gotta do. I don't care, but let me explain something to you. My rap name used to be Macadosia. And like I said before, I done met at least 10 other people in my lifetime in the 90s, because that's when I got my name in the 90s, that had the same name, Macadosia. I battled every last one of them on the spot for my name. I battled so many of them and I won so much, I named myself Macadosia One because I'm the one and only. Then I got older, times have changed. I can't be an older rapper these days calling myself Macadosia One, so I changed my name to DMAC Uno. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna explain why I'm able to critique music. I'm just saying I've had success in music. Now, all the rappers that decided they wanted to attack me and they wanna battle me, it don't matter, bro. You can battle me. If I think your diss song is good enough, I might come back at you, I might not. That's not the most important thing to me right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing this podcast. We got to start this TV show. I'm doing other things. But to let you know this, I'm not scared of nobody. I don't fear no MC, nobody. You know what I'm saying? But if you want to spend your time coming to DMAC, you can do what you want. If you like. I, I can get you, depending on if it's hot or not. I mean, but you you really don't want it. You really don't want that it. That was legit. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I had to address that. I'm really more disappointed in the artists because they was attacking the people that didn't like their music. They was attacking, like, women. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was women in the, watching the show, and they're going to find them on Facebook and start talking crap to them. In their, comp, in their DMs, in their inboxes. Who does that? Where you from, bro? Why are you so sensitive? Is, was you crying that night? Well, I can't believe they was talking so bad about my music. <laughs> they gonna see. They gonna see. Bro, stop it, bro. That made you look so moist, so soft. Then I had some other dude in my inbox. Like, bro, his song was, I mean, it was horrible. You know, even Tina next to me was sitting there like, yo, this song is getting worse. And it was. Don't send it. It's a, it's a music review show. If you don't want people like me talk about about your music, don't put it out. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you got to like your own music. 
That's what I make music for. You know, then this dude gonna post one of my sad songs. The softest song I ever made was about me apologizing to a woman I did dirty. And, you know, he'd be like, well, if you're making music like this, I don't feel so bad about you talking about my stuff. I'm like, bro, I bet you skipped all over the hardcore shit. Man, he, he don't want it. I'm not even bothered by it, bro. I just think it's funny and sad that, you know, you all in your feelings for no reason. Anywho. Well, you know, once again, it's going to be a short show, but I want to talk about, this is like a serious show to be, you know, sort of the podcast episode. Usually it's funny, you know what I'm saying, but I'm trying to keep it serious for this episode only. Um, I want to talk about nigga shit. Now, I don't like to use this word that much, but it's it's come to a point where I'm just tired of people wanting their kids to be niggas. This all came from some little girls came to my house trying to fight my daughter. They were going to try to jump her. They found my daughter through Snapchat because Snapchat showed your location. I told her to turn that off. So the night before they came, they were all talking whatever on the internet. The dad gets in there and the dad is like, yo, man, do not run up on this little girl's house. There's also already a little girl out here that died doing the same shit. And the little girls ran up on the house anyways. Now, these little girls, they wanted to, they're high schoolers. My daughter's in junior high. These little girls stopped at three other girls' houses trying to jump them because they're mad about a, a boy one of them was dating. The boy don't want them no more. And something about a beanie. So they walked from wherever they lived at all to my all the way to my house. You know what I'm saying? At least, at least, I have to say at least 20 blocks maybe more, to my house, but they stopped in other houses in between trying to jump other little girls. Let me explain something to you. Oh, okay, and here's some backstory. The little girl that came to jump my daughter, the parent had already took her to another house a while ago, I guess the dad, took her to another house to go fight another little girl. The parents are videotaping it, the little girls are fighting, and you can hear the parents in the background like, beat her ass, beat her ass, punch her in the face, beat her ass. Come on, man, come on, man, we gotta do better. You know, it's, it's crazy because people want their kids to be niggas so bad and they want them to be gangsters so bad, but you don't teach your kids to be gangsters at all. You know what I'm saying? Like off tops, tell your little kids, don't run up on nobody else's house. You're stupid for that. Because as soon as you come on their property and they do whatever to you, you're done. You can die over what? A dude, a beanie, some words over the internet? Come on, man. You out here, you out here gangbanging as a parent. You went in and out of jail. Your baby's mom's with the shit. You know what I'm saying? But you're teaching, you're putting this all on your kids. They're seeing it. They want to be down with it, but you ain't teaching them how to live the life. So they're going out here being reckless. And especially with these kids today, they out there with phones, videotaping all their crimes. But and, and, but you out here thinking it's cool. I mean, we got to let that shit go. You know what I'm saying? It, it's over. I'm not raising my kids to be niggas. I'm raising my kids to be strong black people. Strong Moors. Do you understand? That nigga shit is played. The only reason we use the word nigga, it was a term of endearment created by the NWA because they was getting, everyone was be called niggers all the time. They said, well, if I'm gonna be a nigga, I'm gonna be a nigga with attitude. But now it's to a point where people think being a nigga is cool. There's no such thing as a real nigga. Understand that you're either real or you a nigga. There, those things don't go together. They don't match. It doesn't work that way. You know what I'm saying? You should want better for your kids. Everybody's like, well, this is the way we we were raised. And look how that turned out for us. Huh? Look how we turned out. All that stuff, you have to explain to your kids. I know it's a hard pill to swallow, but let me explain this to everybody. All that gangbanging we did back in the day, all that crime we did, all that jail time, all that drama, all that beef, it means nothing today. None of that stuff is helping you right now in your life. We are grown adults. Do you understand? You can't put that on your resume. Oh, hey, 
home. I see that you done beat up 27 people and robbed 16. You'd be perfect here at this dealership. Nah, it don't do nothing for you. All them charges, huh? All that probation, all them fines you had to play, all them tears your family was spilling for you, all that time away from your kids while you was locked up means nothing. It got you nowhere in life. You need to explain that to your kids. You need to take that pill and swallow it. Being a nigga is nothing worth anything. And that's my thoughts on this whole situation. I'm not raising my kids to be like that. I've seen little kids that I help save and some kids you can't save because their parents don't care. They want their kids to be the worst incarnation of a black person that they can think of. And it's horrible. You should want better for your kids. I once watched a documentary on white supremacy. And they were talking about skinheads and how you don't see skinheads anymore. And the reason you don't is because the higher ups in the white supremacy went around to these skinhead groups and they said, hey, stop wearing them black boots, grow your hair out, go to school, get an education and get a job where you're in power over people to systematically keep them down. You know what I'm saying? These people, they give you, they're the ones that do home loans, bank loans. You know what I'm saying? They're the ones that give you insurance. These people are in power. They make the laws. That's what they're telling their kids to do. Get in power so you can keep other races down. But black folks is out here like, yo, going to job is like a, or going to jail is like a badge of honor. It's not. Ain't nothing cool about jail. Ain't nothing cool about gangbanging. You can be about yourself. You can be strong. You can want to defend yourself. But being a nigga ain't worth it. It's not worth it to nobody. You know what I'm saying? So that's my show today. I had to keep it serious because it's just like a lot of stuff that was weighing down on me that I feel like I needed to say, and I have this platform to say it. Once again, I am DMAC Uno. If you would like to send money to our show, you can send it to me at Cash App, uh, Money Simple, DMAC Uno. If you'd like to be on the show, if you have any questions, if you have any topics that you want to hear about on The Nightly Strange, please email me at thenightlystrange at gmail.com. Once again, I am your host, D Macuno, and this has been The Nightly Strange. You're welcome to The Nightly Strange. 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 Str